Yo, good morning, good morning, good morning. You listen to the first ever Smoke Break podcast. It's April 24th, it's a Wednesday, it's 2019. Just for those of you that like to timestamp things like I do, that's just for all of our audio records. So if we ever make it somewhere, we'll know what day first episode was on what I'm doing. Currently just dropped my daughter off at school. I'm on the way to work. You know what I mean? Hopping on this highway. But anyway. <sighs> I gotta start here. I got to. For those let's say this. For those that know me and have known me for years. There was a death last night. Let me preface this by saying, don't get nervous. None of my family members or friends passed. But there was a death last night. So, last night, the Oklahoma City Thunder went to Portland for game five. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been pissed off at the Thunder all year. And namely, Russell Westbrook. I have. I have been. But last night, just took the cake. Okay, so back to the death. The death was to my fandom of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yep. Yep, it's over. I'm done with it. I can't deal with it no more. I cannot deal with that shit anymore. Now, for those of you that watch the game, I know you're like, well, Dame did his thing and this and that. It's like, I'm impressed, but I'm not surprised. I mean... Dame is nice. I don't know, like, it was all NBA first team, maybe last year, two years ago. Dame is legit, you know what I mean? So, I want niggas to be like, yo, so, Dame Lillard just killed your fandom of the Thunder. Nah, nah, that's not what did it. The Thunder killed my fandom of the Thunder. I'll explain. So I'm watching the game last night. Mind you, Dame started hot. The nigga had like 32, 34 at half. Something crazy like that. He started off hot. So I figured he was going to get at least 10 more. I was anticipating a 40-point game at least by by the way he started. But anyway, so... I'm watching the game, and I know I'm going to sound like a lot of other people, but this going to be a lot about Westbrook. Other people going to get their share, but this going to be a lot about Westbrook. And I ain't going to bullshit you, so I'm about to cut to the fourth quarter because I don't have the numbers in front of me, and I just know how I felt and what I was seeing watching the game. So... 
So Dane, mind you, getting off. But anyway, so OKC after Portland goes up nine, ten or something like that, late third. OKC goes on a run, and at some point OKC is up like fifteen in the fourth. Texting my own boy back and forth like we normally do during games. He's like, yo, despite all that, the Thunder doing their thing. They might win this game. I'm like, we're going to see how the rest plays out. That That's the approach I have to take because nothing's safe with these niggas. Insert, but black. The league is all about runs. Fuck that. And this is why I'm going to ask you this. No, I'm going to go ahead and finish my story. Then I'm going to ask you this. Now, I'm I'm texting Javon like, yo, this is where I need Russ to not be Russ. That's why I'm telling him. I'm like, yo, Russ, just... Take the air out of the ball and get something good. I can't even remember if Steven Adams was in, but just take the air out of the ball and get something good. Whether that's run that double pick they run for Paul George, or if Steven Adams is in, dump it into Steven Adams. Like, This isn't the time where you drive to the bucket with 14 seconds left and essentially miss the layup, which starts the damn fast break. So, anyway, we have nine with like three minutes left. I don't care how hot Dame is. You have to put the game away. And it wasn't the fact that Dane made a fucking 40-footer for the win or whatever. My issue is I'm watching the game knowing and expecting the game to get blown. People go, what about Paul George this series? I get it. I think he's hurt. That's me. Whatever, Paul George has not been Paul George, but Paul George was pretty much real. Paul George was Paul George like last night. He was efficient. I think I looked at his numbers at one point in the game. They flashed the graphic. He might have been like a 13 or 16 or 11 or 16. Had like 34 points and shit. Like Paul George was doing his thing. I don't know what Russ's shooting numbers were, but I know for a fact I watched him miss a lot of open threes, which I get. I watched a lot of missed layups going to the basket, which I'm not going front. They were tough layups, but you also didn't have to take them. So, but again, the super Russ defenders, he had a fucking triple-double, though. Like, bro.
So, listen, Kevin Durant left after 2016. If I'm not mistaken, the Thunder have won three, four playoff games in three years. Four playoff games in three years. Now that first year, okay, Weston had me had. That second year, Paul George, Carmelo, I get it, but I don't, I just don't understand. Like, I'm gonna give you an example. Russell Westbrook was drafted in 2008. He was probably 20, 21 years old. There was a lot of us who did a lot of shit at 20, 21 years old. Went through some shit early 20s. Went through some other shit mid-20s. But a lot of the shit we've gone through as people, like, we come out better on the other end. We come out with a little bit of progression on the other end. Like, I'm going to give you an example, right? I'm 31 years old. I used to be a reckless marijuana smoker. I smoked weed all day when I was young, about 20, 21 years old, young. I mean, couldn't go do this without getting high, couldn't go do that without getting high. Riding around with ounces and halves and shit, getting high, because it was it was fucking stupid, but I don't get why I did it. I can't even look at it now. Five years ago, I made the decision to stop smoking weed. I'm not knocking people that smoke weed, but that's just what I did five years ago. And therefore, I no longer ride around with weed on me. I get pulled over less. I get, you know what I mean? Because I progressed out of that. I don't see the danger in riding with it because that's not my thing. You know what I mean? So... Even if they legalized it, I wouldn't go back to it because it's just not my thing anymore. I'm saying all of that to say Russell Westbrook is doing the same thing at the end of games that we were knocking him for years ago. Years ago. And I've been seeing it a lot more the last couple years, and I've been skeptical of him, but it's still my team, and I'm still like, all right, he's getting 28, 29, 30, because he's about my age, maybe a year younger. So, yeah, it's, all right, I'm thinking I'm, I'm progressing, so Westbrook should be progressing in his life as well. That's just what we do at a certain age. But 
Russ is not progressing. Like, he's hyper-athletic, right? And that's, that's cool. I get it. But at a certain point, you know you're not a three-point shooter. Now, if you open, I'm on record saying, hey, open people should take the shot. I get it. But those contested mid-range jumpers and contested three-pointers off the dribble is like, bro, that's not what you're great at. The fact that you keep hoisting more and more threes. Now, he hit a couple last night where I was like, okay, yeah, that was a good shot. It was off the action with Paul George. I think it was like a pick and roll with those two. And Russ swings it to PG and then PG ends up running another screen with the big or something and PG swings the ball to Westbrook about elbow for the three. Westbrook was like right there. Boom. Pull up. Knockdown. Get it. If you miss it, okay, cool. But my issue with Russ is I've I legit feel like he gets down off missing shots instead of getting, instead of realizing, oh, well, that's not really a good shot. So when you miss the open one, it's like, damn, I missed another one. No, you've only taken two open ones. The rest is contested shots. Like, what are you doing? And then those wild-ass forays to the basket. And I'm just sitting there, like, because I'm all fucked up about this shit, really. Because to be honest with you, when it was about eight minutes left in the fourth, I'm looking at, okay, so we're up, like, 14, 15, and in my head, right, I have the utmost respect for Chris Paul. People can talk about his playoff struggles or whatever. I know one thing. Chris Paul is going to take the air out of the ball when he's up nine with three minutes left. Chris Paul is going to handle shit. And people say, well, yeah, but Westbrook ain't Chris Paul. I get that, but I need you to progress to that level and that thinking and that mentality in the game. Like, you're up nine with three minutes left. Like, now, if you just setting it up and getting good shots and the team just kind of goes cold and then Portland catches fire and you lose, oh, that, you know, I can live with that. But I should not, should not be watching the game and predicting every single mistake you are about to make. People say shit like, oh, Billy Donovan hasn't this and that. You know what? 
Maybe Billy Donovan could be better as a coach. All right. I'm okay with that. What has Billy Donovan really done as an NBA coach? I get all of that, right? But it's only so much a damn coach can do, man. I'm convinced. Like, can you imagine how you would go to work or how you would work if your boss, quote-unquote, coach, had no authority to fire you, made... I don't know, a tenth of what you make. And in your field, your particular profession, your boss is more likely to lose his job than you are. Think about it. The Oklahoma City Thunder are more likely to fire Billy Donovan than they are to just get rid of Russell Westbrook. They just are. And so I say all that to say there's only so much you can do as a coach. There's only so much. Like, like Mike D'Antoni's getting all of this credit, right? And I'm not knocking it. His system is great. It's wonderful. But a lot of Houston success is the fact that he has great players that are cerebral. Like, again, I watched Chris Paul play the Warriors, right? James Harden was out that game. Chris Paul put on a masterful performance. It was a Sunday ABC game, and Chris Paul just... When you show... I'm going to put it this way. When you show... Younger basketball players, young kids, like, yo, so how did you play point guard? That was it. Chris Paul put on a master class on how to play the point guard position on any level in that game. And I'm going to find the date for that game. I'll probably have it next show. But I need Russ to put the game away. I don't need you to will the game away. I need you to go, hey, up 12, 14, like six, seven minutes left. Let me take the air out of the ball. Let me get good shots. Let me get something good. And, you know, let the chips fall where they may. There's no reason to press the issue. You don't have to play like you're down when you're up. You just don't. Dennis Schroeder had a really good game last night. Hell, him, he was a big part of the comeback after that run. Russ was kind of just on the court for a few possessions when we made that run to get back in front. When it was looking like we were going to force a game six in Oklahoma City, yeah. Schroeder had a big part of that. But I'm just like, I'm done with it. I've been bothered the last two years. The roster needs construction. I get all of that. But 
My thing is, if you put Chris Paul in that exact situation, Oklahoma City wins that game. They just do. If you put another cerebral point guard in that situation, they just do. But Russ was being Russ, and I get it. That has made Russ an all-time great basketball player. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's averaged a triple-double three years in a row. He's an NBA MVP. He's an NBA All-NBA first team. He's been on All-NBA teams several times. Like, I get it. Russ has been a great basketball player. And he's an enigma. But I personally will just be watching from afar. No longer with a rooting interest. I will now watch the Oklahoma City Thunder games the same way I watch everybody else's games. Where it's a, oh, I like this matchup between two teams. Let me see what happens. Will no longer be a rooting interest. I don't care anymore. Last night, we'll scratch that. This morning at 1 o'clock when Damian Lillard hit a 38-footer to win the damn series after, mind you, after Westbrook blew the possession before, missing a tough layup and letting Portland get the ball. It was, and then the possession before that, when Portland had it, Dame took the driving layup and tied the game. <sighs> so, yeah. Here lies my fandom to OKC. But, yeah, so. Um, let's see how it jumps off. I'm not going to flex. I'll probably try to put together the files and figure out how to send this to my homeboy Tweez, because he had the idea for a podcast uh, a few months ago, maybe even a year ago. I'm going to work on the particulars and how we can link up and do it, because I definitely think that'll be a great thing, because I'm sure it'll be, it'll be a lot better to be bouncing, you know what I mean, ideas back and forth, specifically with me and him. Because in theory, we we normally just have our own podcast-style form or conversation in the party on the PlayStation, honestly. But, um, yeah, so this was the first episode of the Smoke Break podcast. And mind you, I don't think I ever even said who I was. I'm black. Not a race, not just race. It's my name. I'm black. Um, today is April 24th, 2019. And here lies the death of my fandom to the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm out.